Welcome to Pursuing the Rock Podcast, a podcast of Rootville Road Baptist Church. Here we talk all things life, scripture, and ministry. I'm Andrew, the student pastor. I'm Garrett, the college pastor. And I'm Jason, the churchman. And I have to get into this right now because we were just talking about it. So Garrett still hasn't seen Maverick. Like, he had two weeks worth of grace period now. We'll have to go check the show notes, but like, it's been a while. Cute. <sighs> It's been a while. You just said two weeks. What do you mean you take the show notes? It's been a while. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, there's no excuse. If you, if you, no, there's none. Because you fell asleep last night watching the Braves game. Well, that's more important. And instead, False. he watched Infinity War. I did. I've been trying to. I've been. Trying I was to good up. with you. Look, I was good on the excuse for seminary, but then when you hit me with that, yeah, I did watch another long movie, Infinity War. I'm like. What? What? Dude, that holds no candle to Maverick. Not even a... Not even a, a, a flashlight. Not even a flash in the pan like lightning last night's weather. Like awesome. a headlight that went out? Not even close. No. I think it all depends on preference. False. <laughs> Maverick changes your preference. Your preference? I know your preference. It should be Maverick. <laughs> I promise you, you will come back in and you'll be like, hey, everything you said was, y'all were so right. And it's and not I because repent. we're trying to be right. Like, it's so awesome. So awesome! Well, I'm going. You know, really I'm watching cool. it tonight just for you. Well, I'll attempt. I'll attempt <laughs> within the next week to watch it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I can uh, spare the time. Spare the time. Spare I like Bra- the Braves game is always going to be on at night. Like hey. it's just going to be so. So just, just watch it during church hours. <laughs> watch it during the service. Wow. Watch it during yeah, the office hours. Yeah. I'll watch it while you preach. When yeah. You yeah how about this? Put in a probably be more entertaining. Put in your plug while you preach and just watch it. <laughs> And like recite the script as they're going. <laughs> be like, what does he do? What's you have to saying? skip some words in there, I think. Man, so okay, we just came out of the the gate right there with that. That's I okay. feel better. I got a question for you guys. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna lie. I need to let you guys in on how I'm feeling right now. Oh no, is this? I'm hungry. <laughs> so the question is, if you could have any food right now from any place in the world, Golly. anything, anywhere, anything, and it was just like, y'all ready? Like that fast. What are you eating? Where from? Right now. Literally right now. Right now. It, it, or, or It's currently 10.51. Whatever so you're still, hungry. It's still a.m. hours. Yep. Um, I'm sorry, but if I had to choose, like, I need some more parameters. Yeah. So, uh, what do you want me to say? If you could have any food right now. Right now? <laughs> yeah, right now. It would now, be right raw now. oysters on crackers, cocktail Gosh. sauce. Because if you're in Florida, you're an hour behind, and it's 9.52 oysters. Mm. So you like oysters that much? Oh, man. Really? Oh, I do, oh. too. And it just goes with the ambiance of it, too. You're sitting underneath a patio. Oh, yeah. Fans are blowing. So, wait. Do we have to? Do we get to go to the place that the food is served, or do we have to have yeah. it right here? At this I mean, this is table? your moment. You do whatever yeah. you want to. You can eat it on the moon if well, you want to. Let me to. close my eyes and think. Breeze is um, blowing. Man. While you're thinking about that, I'll give you some. So we went. <clears throat> I had to go down to Mobile uh, last week, and uh, we sat on the bay for lunch. And I at well the place Man. we were at though I was like, based off of your restroom and the uh, what we got going on out here, I'll take the fried food. <laughs> I said, do you have oysters? Oh, we do sometimes. Not all of you. Sometimes. I think we've got a few left from last week. But the ambiance of sitting there, the breeze was blowing. It wasn't mm. hot. Mm. Oh man, it was so good. Mm. So good. Yeah, my bill's a long way from here. That's a long drive. Was yeah, it did, about five hours? Four and a half. Four and a half. At least. I mean, it was worth it though, right? One hundred percent. Good time with the boss. Ooh. Always a good time. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man, I would probably be somewhere around seafood as well. Uh, 
I think back to like like setting wise, there were some really cool places we ate in Ecuador. Some really good seafood, yeah. and just like the that, setting, that, the people I was with, and the food, all that together. That last good. night was pretty awesome. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. sitting on the beach, literally the edge of the the country, basically. Yeah, yeah in the I Pacific mean, you don't get that setting even at the beach here. You don't get that. No, you don't way. get that. No, you don't. That was like out. The of, they were serving rolling in. They were oh, serving man. out of the house. Like kind of area, they had a whole cool patio in the back. That's pre- um, that was pretty top notch. Yeah, that was those really pork good. chops that one night in the road with our dog. Of all friend. the food we ate all week, Andrew always comes back, God, goes back to the pork, pork chops. chops. They were good. They were so good. Well, that wasn't corn. What was it? Uh, oh, no, it was. It was some type of maize. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was like this was, is. I think they said this is what corn should be like. <laughs> was originally like. Yeah. It's, it, Which more. is basically like hominy on a cob. Yeah, that's it what was it kind of was. Corn and it was awesome. It was so good. Mm-hmm. And the dog that was stalking Stephen. Yes, <laughs> we found the picture the other day. He said, "I can assure you, he will not touch me." <laughs> I was like, "Please touch that man." <laughs> oh man. Anyway, what about you? I don't know. I'm probably just, chicken fingers. <laughs> the problem is right now I'm starving, so I'd probably settle for a granola bar. But uh, it's still breakfast time in my mind. So. I'd like I'd like a killer breakfast from Jerry's. Mm, I could mm. eat Jerry's I got, right now. I got a breakfast one. Can I give a breakfast breakfast me. one too? There is the place me and Brittany went on our honeymoon in Key West. There mm. was a, a like breakfast diner on the beach right next to our like it was connected to our resort, and we got free breakfast every morning since she was a nurse. Their biscuit and gravy. <laughs> That's awesome. Their biscuit and gravy was incredible. It was a they served it in a cast iron skillet. Uh-oh. Oh man. Don't do two, this to him. <laughs> two huge biscuits in the cast iron skillet. Mm. Skillet filled up with gravy and then two just uh, mm. over easy eggs on top where you could crack them and it would just run all in that gravy. Mm. My mouth's watering than thinking about that. That right there <clears throat> is So, man. instead of the granola bar, I'm going to wherever this place is. Southernmost Beach Resort yeah, in that Key West, Florida. Literally incredible. I could eat Cracker yeah. Barrel right now. I mean, like Cracker Barrel's breakfast, mm-hmm. biscuits all day long. Biscuit gravy's a smacking too. Yeah. Those cinnamon apples you get, hash brown. Oh yeah, yep. Man, I got to figure out who to meet there this afternoon. <laughs> At Key West, <laughs> yeah, Cracker Barrel. Nice. Well, Larry Haney will fly you down there. Ooh, I might have to call. I had to make a call. Let's go. Well, hey, look. So let's jump into the topic. We're back in the Baptist Faith and Message 2000. We got a few articles left, but this is one of them. This is the, one of the last four, right? I think so. Is it four? Is that what it was? I think left? so. Dude, Man, we're nearing the end. Winding down. Yeah. This is called The Christian and the Social Order. You reading? Are I reading? Jason reading? Who Who's wants reading? it? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm up for whatever. <clears throat> We can, play, the, we can play rock, paper, scissors for it. Y'all do it. I read last time. Okay. So I'll be back here. All right. You ready? Um, hold on. I got to pull up the thing just in case I do win. Because <laughs> all I do is win, win, well, win. I'm, well, doubtful. I'm probably about to beat you. But Okay. Ready? Are we doing just one out of one or yeah, just two just, out of three? Okay. Just ready? winner takes all. Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, I got beat, guys. Man. Paper wins. I got to rethink my strategy for next time I play rock, paper, scissors. Paper you should wins. use the other one. <laughs> use the other one? Yeah, use the other one. Too. Uh, he was talking to me. I should have used scissors instead of rock. So I'm reading all this? Yep. Yeah, if you want to. The Christian and the social order. All Christians are under obligation to seek to make the will of Christ supreme in our... <laughs> I got to say this. I was just thinking about... I listened to the podcast. That didn't take long. <laughs> I was thinking about you uh, last... Not last week, but the week before reading. You said that is literature. That is finest. <laughs> oh, I hope it's not this hard. 
All right. All Christians are under obligation to seek to make the will of Christ and supreme in our own lives. <laughs> just I can't help it. I just think about you saying that. That was a big one too, man. That last one. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lock it up. All right. Uh, means and methods. Don't look at me. That's weird. Means and methods used for the improvement of society and the establishment of righteousness among men can be truly and permanently helpful only when they are rooted in the regeneration of the individual by a saving grace of God and Jesus Christ. In the spirit of Christ, Christians uh, should oppose racism, every form of greed, selfish, selfishness, and vice, and all forms of sexual immorality, including adultery, homosexuality, and pornography. We should work to provide for the orphaned, the needy, the abused, the aged, the helpless, and the sick. We should speak on behalf of the unborn, and contend for the sanctity of all human life from conception to natural death. <clears throat> Every Christian should seek to bring indus- uh, industry, government, and society as a whole under the sway of principles of righteousness, truth, and brotherly love. In order to promote these ends, Christian Christians should be ready to work with all men of goodwill in any good cause, always being careful to act in the spirit of love without compromising their loyalty to Christ and his truth. Great job. Man, you're really good at this. <laughs> so, uh, today this is this is a really practical uh Just tell us uh, what like what what is like just give us what it means like the Christian and the social order like what is it what is it talking about when it like Jason just told us. That? Where do we fit in like, in society? Yeah. Where should we fit in? How in do society? we interact with the world? How yeah. should we interact with the world Mm -hmm. do you remember the conversation garrett because jason decided not to go to refuel but do you remember the conversation we had with some of the guys who said like how do like how close is too close Mm -hmm. when it comes to interacting with people who maybe are not believers you know we've always heard uh two sides of the story Mm -hmm. oh uh like don't be in the world but not of the world yeah um yeah that was that was really pertaining to friendships and stuff but uh, it it applies here as well we said that you know if if that friendship causes you to any way in any way uh not grow in your faith but to decline in your faith then then that's a friendship you need to at least step back from in some way shape or form that may be just taking a step back that may be forsaking it for a time that may be cutting it off for for forever depending on where you know where that relationship is and so i think that's you know really crucial to think of in in the social order uh, of the way we interact with the world but we do have an obligation to interact with the social world in a, in a way that honors the lord and brings glory to his name um and i think you know we see jesus do this all throughout his ministry he doesn't he doesn't just hang out with the christians and never interact with yeah. the social uh social world no he's constantly approaching the the unclean the prostitute the um the sexually immoral the adulterer the um all of these these sinful non-christian people he's approaching them and breaking their understanding of what it means to mm. to interact with the world as a christian you know and so the jews and the pharisees and and all of them always tried to catch him on that and tried to call him out on that, but instead he said, "No, like you're you got it all wrong. The the law is not meant to keep you from interacting with them, but is instead trying to keep you from becoming like them." Yeah, that's so helpful. That's so helpful. So where do you draw the line in sand, though? Yeah. Well, I think yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's hard. Well, let's talk through like each individual part of the article, and and as we do that, I think we can we can uh, we can 
you know, hit those as we go. So I think the first thing is it says all Christians are under obligation to seek to make the will of Christ supreme in our own lives and in human uh, society. It's kind of like the main idea of what we're talking about. Yeah. Everything that we're fixing to bump through kind of falls in exactly what Garrett just read. So that's everything, not just social order. That's Every aspect totally. of our life should seek to make the will yeah. of Christ supreme, including the way we interact yeah. with society. I Can I? Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, I was just going to say that's, so, that's foundational. Uh, we can't do what we're supposed to do if this foundation isn't laid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our building will be absolutely useless. Yep. Can I be – I'm going to be totally open, and I'm just going to – and honest. So there have been times in my life as a Christian when I think about politics, when I think about uh, – uh, rights mm-hmm. uh, and even like Christian liberties and rights that I've thought well like like I know this is what the Bible says but like who am I to like go tell these people what they need to be doing mm-hmm. well like this is what it's saying mm-hmm. This it says all Christians are under obligation to seek and to make the will of Christ supreme in our own lives and in human society Mm -hmm. so like we don't get the option to say no no they can do what they want we don't get the option to be neutral no we and not even and not silent we have to advocate for the way of the lord i was listening to an interview that i'll send you guys uh after this of a of a a QA with john MacArthur, and he said uh he got some heat for like look why did you like why are you picking a hill to die on that's like uh whether you meet or don't meet during the COVID era, like, don't you think there's bigger battles to fight? And he said, we fight every battle. Mm-hmm. There's no battles we don't fight because this mm-hmm. is the rule in the reign of Christ. I'll send it to you guys. I thought, I thought, I'm like, wow, like that's yeah. helpful. So even just, and in, in, in as I've worked through in the last how many ever years I've been a Christian, like, our goal is to be ambassadors for Christ. Our goal is to be may way, uh, way makers for the way of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's right. So anyways, just I, I just think that's interesting. Often we think, like, I'm just not going to get in the middle of it. But it's like, no, 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 you, you got to get in the middle you of have it. have to. This is, this is Christ we're talking. This is God's creation, and, and we can't let it be you know taken over. Because I, if – go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was going to say, because if God, if God makes his – word known about these issues in his scripture then he expects his people to fight for these issues and to and to glorify him in yeah, trying totally. to to not push our own will and way yeah. but to push the way that god right. has created and intended things to operate yeah. in, in the order he has mm-hmm. put them in right yeah if jesus was here would he advocate would he fight would he stand up and he i did. think during his ministry he did yeah he did yeah i think for me it's will i regret not doing it 100 mm. percent. will i regret or I'm sorry, will I regret trying? I might not succeed. Sure. No, I won't. If it goes the worst way, would you look back and think, man, I could have been the one to like speak mm-hmm. up and something have changed? It, and have not changed. that we are the change, but we are the obedient right. servants of the Lord to, to say, Lord, like, I'm going to be obedient and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. speak the truth and I'm, I'm trusting in you to provide the fruit of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like in preaching. you yeah. know, we, we can't provide the fruit of salvation or the, uh, the, the fruit of life change, mm-hmm. but we can be the obedient yeah, mouthpieces of the Lord right. to say, hey, we're going to speak the truth boldly off the, the foundation mm-hmm. of the Word of God and we're trusting the Lord to change the hearts. Yeah. So in, in the hearts of politics, in the hearts of uh, the culture and the hearts of society, we can't, we cannot literally, we have no power to go into change the minds and the hearts of people. 
We have to be obedient to stand on the truth of God's word, to speak the truth, to fight for the truth, and then we pray and we ask the, we ask God to provide the change. Yeah. So, this this doesn't mean that we go and look for fights. That's right. But it means when you notice or you see something that you know doesn't sit right with your spirit or the scripture or the Lord Himself, then you've got an obligation to stand up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got a, like complete transparency. I, I think I look at. Um, we use the term fight as uh, witnessing, right? Whether that be oh, I th- at a, at a I thought we were left hook, right hook. I mean, look, I'll come in with <laughs> Mike Tyson jab. I'm not even worried about it. <laughs> Bite the ear. <laughs> um, but I think about uh, when I used to. I used to have a job where I was out uh, in a lot of different grocery stores and doing some uh, things in restaurants, and I I got to meet like some what, what the world considers famous people, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, you know, and I always would walk up to him being very friendly and saying, hey, you know, can I grab a picture with you? And they're mm-hmm. always very nice if you ask, I promise. Sure. Well, Mallory and I were in New York, and we saw um, the uh, attorney in uh, SVU, I forgot what the show is, yeah. but it was Barba, on the streets. And I was like, hey, look, it's Barba. And I was being serious. And she was like, no, it's... Oh, that is because she just really likes that show. She goes, I, "Oh, I, I don't. I should we'll just go ask for a picture. He won't mind. He's busy. I'm like, he's talking to a guy on the street about moving something into his apartment. He don't care." She's like, "I can't do that." She goes, "Let's stop right here." I'm like, "Mal, you're gonna regret it if you don't go ask." Mm. She goes, "Will you go ask?" I'm like, "No, you go ask." <laughs> anyway, if we and that's kind of how I think. Wait, 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 wait. Did she? What happened? She didn't. She oh, didn't. She and didn't. she regretted it. Oh, she man. goes, gosh, I should have. I Go said, back to his house and knock on his door. Well, we saw the building he was in, but we, that's stalking. We wouldn't do that. But that's how <laughs> I feel about when I miss an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it eats me up. I'm like, all I had to do is say, hey. Yep. Or, hey, you know, do y'all go to church anywhere? You know, use the right words, and yeah. or God will give you the right words to use. But, um, yeah, that's how that's how I feel about when, when you're taking the fight to – to the devil and um, all that is, hey, um, just literally go talk to people because you will regret it if you don't. Yeah, that's right. I've that's always right. regretted it when I don't. So, um, but jumping into uh, the, some of these points, um, so we've laid the foundation, uh, but point number one is rooted in the regeneration of the individual by saving grace of God in Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it almost seems like the only catalyst and the beginning catalyst of any of this work in a person's life comes through saving faith, faith in Christ. Yeah. There, there's nothing that's going to be godly. There's nothing that's going to be holy. There's no way of the Lord happening apart from salvation in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's the first way that we advocate for for the way of the yeah. Lord. Because you, and, won't, you won't be able to do it otherwise. Yeah, that's you, right. You yeah. won't have the right care for doing it, and you won't have the right uh, right power to do it, right? Yeah, the Unless spirit. You're, you're, yeah that's you right. need the Spirit to do these things. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, even though there are people who oppose these things that aren't Christians, they're not opposing them for the right reasons. Uh, as we are in Christ, we oppose these things and speak truth based off God's Word so that people don't transform to a social uh, expectation, but rather to biblical truth mm. is is the goal. And so, you know, you, you may say, well, like, I know plenty of people who aren't Christians that oppose ra- racism and uh, sexual immorality, but, like, unless you're doing it on the basis of God's Word, then there's mm-hmm. no, there's no yeah. like, yeah. purpose Paul in says it. anything apart from faith is sin. That's right. Yep. So, um, well, cool. Well, let's, let's get into a few of these categories and talk about some specifics because these, these work their way out in, in very practical forms. So uh, we see in the article, Christians should oppose racism, every form of greed, 
selfishness and vice in all forms of sexual immorality, including adultery, homosexuality, and pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, so where so we talked Jason asked the question a while ago, where do we draw the line with these things? Maybe let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah, where do we draw the line, Andrew? Where do we draw the line? Uh uh, it's pretty clear in the Bible. There's no gray area about any of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, Just list them. Racism. Yeah, so yeah, racism. Greed, selfishness. Vice. All forms of sexual immorality. Adultery. Homosexuality. Pornography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, to me, it's interesting how everybody is so anti-Christians in this world right now. But we're the most understanding, loving um, in in the right way, we're Should not be. condoning it, yeah. right? Right. Uh, but we come alongside of you, and we want you to get out of that slop. Mm-hmm. We want to pull you along for the better of your family, for yourself, ultimately for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where uh, love, Christ love, mm-hmm. really takes care of all this. Mm-hmm. Um, we shouldn't judge them. We, we're definitely fighting it because we don't want any part of this. Yeah. Uh, we all have our vices. You know, it mm-hmm. talks about that. We all have our issues, which are all sin, which is all the same. Um, but the line in the sand is, is still we're loving them. We're not, you know, beating them with a God bat mm-hmm. um, or anything like yeah, that. Right. So, And all of these things are, I mean, just just think about these. All of these that we're fixing to name here in just a second are are all anti-God. Mm-hmm. Uh, racism, to believe that one race, one ethnicity, one type of gender, one type of person uh, is better than the other or is mm-hmm. more superior. Or God had them in mind when they were creating them. That's anti-God. Mm-hmm. Um, greed. greed is God, God is a giving God and He is a blessing God and He expects us and has told us that we are to be the same. Homosexual uh, selfishness. Right, God is literally anti-self in a way. Mm-hmm. We see His greatest act of love is giving Himself up to die. Vice are these 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 passionate things that we 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 seek after and search after, stumbling blocks, uh, sexual immorality, uh, including adultery, homosexuality, pornography. All of these things go completely against what God has created man for. Mm-hmm. And the fact that all of the cures of these things is rooted in the gospel. The gospel fixes these things. So, like, you know, we, we have a culture who is radically fighting racism right now because racism is still rampant in, in many parts of the country. And so as Christians, we should fight racism. Because why? Because the gospel provides a cure for racism. But we can't, we can't, we cannot... Uh, fix racism with social justice and with social constructs we only fix racism with the gospel i think about ephesians uh chapter two it talks about you know uh through through the gospel through the work of christ through god's love for his people he's broken down the laws of hostility and he has Mm -hmm. brought the gentiles into Mm -hmm. the family of god and so um that right there shows that there is no race that is superior in 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 the eyes of god he has made a way for all Colors, races, genders, all people to be brought into the family of God and to be united and to where, where none of those things matter except for our unity we find in, in Christ, right? And so we think about those same parameters for all these others, greed, selfishness, vice, sexual immorality. The gospel fixes these things. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ has made a way for us to overcome these things and to and provide a way to, to live in unity. Uh, he continues, we should work to provide for the orphaned. Right, those that don't have parents anymore, the needy, those who are in need, the abused, those who've been hurt, whether it's emotional, sexual, physical, uh, mental, uh, the age, those who are no longer useful to society in a physical way, uh, but still bear the imago day, um, mm-hmm. the helpless, uh, the sick, 
We should speak on behalf of the unborn or the preborn and contend for the sanctity of all human life from conception to natural death. Mm-hmm. There's so much in here about helping people who are unable or are who, who are unable to help themselves in a That's way. Right. And the Christian should be the one that is most concerned with these things. Yeah. A lot of times we let government policy take the place of the church and mm-hmm. caring for people in the right way. Um, we let we let um, we let policy care for the ones who need the most help when the church has been commissioned to help people in the greatest way. And so when the church fails to do that in the greatest way possible, it gives a bad picture of what our call is to be Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, we cannot, when we leave when we leave the job of the church up to non-Christian uh, politics, then, then it's never going to reach the, the mission that God has intended. Why? Yeah. Because it's not being completed by the right party. The church has got to care about these things and do these things. Uh, I think Charles Spurgeon set a great example for what it means to to be the church and to be a pastor and in the ways that he opened orphanages and he cared for the needy and he mm-hmm. he fed many people and he cared for the sick and he cared for the elderly he had i mean dozens of ministries apart from the local church that he used to to fulfill this commission mm-hmm. that we are as a church to care for the people who God cared for the people that Jesus cared for um, Jesus sat and ate with the poor and the homeless and the weak and the sinful. He sat with those people and cared for those people and touched those people. Um, why? Because he realized and he, his, his goal was, his heart was for those people. Um, so we echo the heart, heart of Christ as a church, and we do these things. Yeah, and as we move on to the next, it, uh, Garrett kind of rolled into this a little bit, which worked out perfectly. It kind of rolls perfectly into that. Every Christian should seek to bring industry, government, and society as a whole under the sway of principles of righteousness, truth, and brotherly love. Mm-hmm. Um, can I can I back up for just a second? I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't have to be sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. So the abortion thing. It's not your term anymore. So we talked about speaking uh, speaking on the the on behalf of the unborn, right? So when we think about that, so right now, you know, there's there's by the grace of God, there is laws that are going around that are are banning abortion. Um, but like the fight is still, there's still a huge part of the fight that is to be won, mm-hmm. right? And so when we talk about where we draw the line, so I think about so like Florida right now, Florida is attempting to, or I think they just passed a law that is um, that bans abortion uh, after six weeks, right? And so a lot of people think, well, that's a win, like six weeks and younger. Are, are the only ones who can be aborted if they're older than if they were conceived over six weeks ago then they cannot be aborted but like there's a lot of christians who are still speaking up and saying that's not enough why because we don't just speak on the on the behalf of the unborn uh that are over six weeks old we speak on behalf of the unborn all the way until conception because we we believe that life begins at conception they were created by god in the womb at the mm-hmm. time of conception and so the line gets drawn when it is completely mm-hmm. the way god has intended it yeah. we don't take small victories as oh well we won the We've won the war. No, we continue to fight until abortion is abolished. This is the same thing on the other side of the age bracket. You know, assisted suicide is a huge thing among uh, among the elderly, uh, or or this idea of euthanasia that they can we can just you know take their lives because it's at the end of their lives and we're helping them. That's not that's not that's not what the Bible says, and that's not even what this says. Um, From human life, uh, protecting human life from conception to natural death. Until the Lord, the Lord is the giver and the taker of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we take those things in our hands on the beginning or on the end of the spectrum, uh, then we're taking 
things into our hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, worldly too. Like you see, the reason these people don't want the consequences of their sin. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, is what mm-hmm. you're seeing a lot of, and I I have to tread lightly there, but I'm being honest. Like um, you play these games, um, and there's a reason why yeah. you get yeah. pregnant. Um, it's not the baby's fault, yeah, right? Sure. So. Um, so the point is, we fight for these things until we can't fight anymore, until they are abolished, which we know that on this side of heaven, unfortunately, these these things, apart from God's will, won't ever be be fixed. Um, but we fight, and we, we pray and hope that through our efforts and obedience to Christ that we can we can steer the ship in, in different ways um, and help people see the truth of the gospel and the goodness of God's will and way. Um, and then... We continue to fight even if we don't see change within our lifetimes. We fight until the day we die because we know it's for God's purpose, mm-hmm. and we hope that that we can be a part of the of of what God has in mm-hmm. in His plan. So, um, yeah, I just want to say that where we draw the line, we don't draw a line anywhere. We fight until we fight until. Well, and we're not, and we're not at the end yet. You got the next point, I know, but I just want to, I want to say this too that. Um, you guys know this is our podcast. Like, we don't have to apologize for no, saying we're, things. No, and we're, I wouldn't We can anyway. say whatever we want whenever I'm we not going to be a jerk, though, right? I like, you guys know I, that. You know how, like, you always hear that guy or girl that they think, well, I speak my mind. I'm like, that doesn't make it okay for you to be a jerk. It's <laughs> <That's> actually <laughs> yeah. ungodly. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll do these things. you got to do it in grace. Right. You can't you, just be yeah, a jerk. I don't, I don't think Jesus walked up and was like, hey, and then, you know, throw in <laughs> bad names and whatever else. Um, so, to me, oh, I forgot what I was going to say, I guess, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's always like, right, well, I'm going to offend you if I'm going to offend you. No, that's not okay. Like, you that, you can still do the right thing. It's it's not hard. When I say it's, yeah. it's simple, I'll yeah. say it is hard, okay? But it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's doing the right thing biblically is, yeah. is not a hard thing to understand. Mm-hmm. Now, do you get affected by peer pressure as mm-hmm. young people, you know, which is most of our audience? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course you do. Uh uh, our oldest, I mean, Addison, like, I, I've been in her shoes. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, even through college, I could, you know, tell you what not to do. Mm-hmm. But um, focusing on God uh, really does put you closer to talking people in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, my, my student pastor when I was in, in uh, student ministry, he uh, preached a mini-sermon or whatever you want to call it. He did my char- the charge of the candidate in my ordination service, and he said, always make sure you, you don't offend people with what you think, but you when you offend people, make sure you're offending people with the Word. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the truth That's that really the Word does offend. It's supposed to cut deep. Hebrews twelve four says it's, it's sharper than a two edged sword. It cuts deep into the marrow. So the Bible is supposed to offend, but make sure that you're not offending in the way that you say things and and adding your own flair to things. Make sure that you're standing firm on the truth of God's word to make sure that when we do fight these battles, we're fighting them with the right weapon, not our own pride, not our own desires, not our own own wants, but instead what God has desired and has clearly stated in His word. Yeah, that's helpful. Well, cool. Well, let's uh, uh, last one here. So Christians should be ready to work with all men of goodwill in any good cause, always being careful to act in the spirit of love without compromising their loyalty to Christ and his truth. So we talked about this a little bit, but these things have to be done in love. You can fight the right battles in the wrong way and not honor the Lord in that. Um, you can say the right things and know the right things and have all the knowledge, but if you fight them apart from how God has intended them to be fought and in mm. in a way that Jesus didn't fight them, then we're that's still sinful. Um, <laughs> sorry, I thought you were going. Yeah, yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah, it, it seems so simple just for the fact that the Bible is very clear on what like the heart of God is after and what it's for. And the simple thing for us to do is just to know God's Word and advocate for those ways in this world. Mm-hmm. It's to ask the Lord to give us a boldness to stand for those things. Uh, because the truth is, you think about all throughout church history, you think about all of these guys who stood on the the, the truth of God's word, and though they faced people trying to kill them, like the Lord, the Lord kept them, and the Lord, you know, continued to grow His church and continued to con, uh, continue to save people. I, I don't know. It just it should give us not a fear, but a burden to to go and to share and to and, and to be a, a light. This is what it means when Jesus says to be salt and light in the world. This is literally it. Mm-hmm. So hey, look, go go be ambassadors for Christ. Mm-hmm. Go and go and be people who are not afraid to say what God has said, but in a way that the world doesn't expect. In mm-hmm. a loving, in a graceful, in a compassionate, in a kind way, you can still be bold. That's right. Pray hard that God will give you the power, the wisdom, and the discernment to say things in the way that He can use to mm-hmm. to bring people to Himself. Because we ultimately don't we don't want to see. We don't want to see behavior change. We don't want to see policy change. We want to see heart change. We want to see people try, put their faith in, in Christ uh, to, to fix these things and to mm-hmm. bring us bring us together in unity. That's the only thing that can unify us. Yeah, and it's like anything else that we do, we have to practice it. Mm-hmm. Um, you go hit in the batting cage. You go hit the driving range. You go practice whatever, sewing, whatever it is. Um, you have to practice talking to people and coaching people up for Christ. So don't don't sit back and be like, oh, well, I don't, I'm not good at it. I'll just go talk to them. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's how you get better at it. So you're not failing, though. You're planting a seed. Um, so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, cool. Great word. Mm. Well. So, hey, look, engage the culture. Don't mm-hmm. become the culture, uh, but influence the culture. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Just, just step in and visit and then leave. Don't hang out with the culture. Pop in, pop mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, cool. Right. Well, we will catch you guys next week. Hey, look, we're, we're nearing the end of the Baptist Faith and Message. So if you have topics that you want to hear about um, on the podcast, y'all shoot them to the DM so we can maybe prepare an episode for your topic that you want to hear about. We'd love to hear your guys' feedback and know what you want to hear about. So we'll catch you guys next week. We're, I think we're going to try to, to uh, get a student on here. Direct message is what DM stands for, for those of you that are wondering. Are you are you calling out Jason because he's older? <clears throat> No. <laughs> I mean, sure sounded like it. I'm sure. Never mind. You think you're superior to Jason because you're younger? <clears throat> no. <laughs> well, either way. Yeah, we're going to try to. I think we're going to have a student on. <clears throat> It'd be really yeah. awesome. We're not going to say who it is because it's a real big surprise, but yeah. he's super awesome. So well, cool. Well, if you guys want to know more, you can check us out on the rocksm.org or on Instagram at pursuit underscore RRBC or the rocksm. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. See y'all later. Bye.